The Truth and Love Ministry is pleased to present Truth and Love Radio with former Muslim and now Christian pastor Sharam Hadian. Sharam is from Iran and is now a proud U.S. citizen living in Washington State. In addition to being a pastor and conference speaker, he is also the host of the weekly television program Till TV. And now, here is your host, Sharam Hadian. Well, this is Pastor Sharam Hadian, and I want to thank you for joining us today on Truth and Love Radio. Um, folks, I'm bringing to you a, 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 another hypocrisy alert, a warning uh, about false teaching that is uh, continuing to be rampant in the church and among many of, uh, you know, top names in evangelicalism. Uh, I've been talking about uh, Andy Stanley, who is the pastor of uh, North Point Community Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, near uh, a suburb of Atlanta, Georgia, a church that uh, I attended one time uh, as a a non-believer and a a pastor who God used his Easter message 19 years ago uh, profoundly in my life to open me to the gospel, a message that he preached on uh, the, resur- the crucifixion and the resurrection. And I was thinking about this today, and I was reflecting on this, that uh, when I went to his church one time before I was saved, um, two things uh, caught my attention. They were playing secular music. Uh, they played a song, I think, by M- the, Mike and the Mechanics uh, that was uh, called Every Generation. And I, I found it very odd at that time that, there, that here's a church that was playing a secular song. And then I remember a skit that they did with a motorcycle on, on the screen. They had this big, fancy... Uh, Harley they brought on the, on the screen talking about the parts of the motorcycle, something about that. Um, so even back then, 20 years ago uh, almost, they were very focused on a very seeker-sensitive, seeker-driven church. He started the church in 1995. And the reason I want to focus on Andy Stanley is because North Point Community Church is now one of the largest churches in, uh, in America. Uh, according to the Atlanta Constitutional Atlanta Journal Constitution, uh, it has over thirty one thousand members, and he's a very influential uh, person. He's connected to Louis Giglio from the Passion uh, Worship, you know, uh, concerts. Um, uh, again, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Louis Giglio. If if I'm wrong on this, someone correct me. But I'm pretty sure Louis Giglio was on staff at one point with North North Point, or uh, either partially on staff or full time staff. Uh, and of course, uh, John Piper uh, is connected to Giglio, and I think probably has been an influence on Andy Stanley. So I, I want to talk about uh, the fact that uh, I believe this is this is a, a heresy alert, an apostasy alert that Stanley is now going off the rails and deceiving uh, thousands and thousands of people. And that's why I'm doing these series. Uh, As you know, as a former Muslim, I predominantly talk about the issue of Islam, but also as a pastor, as a believer in Jesus Christ, as a shepherd of of, of, of the body of Christ, as a shepherd, I believe that we must have uh, the ability to call out false teaching in these last days. We must have the boldness and the courage, even if we're going to be attacked and maligned. Uh, It's too important. The bride of Christ is too important. The church is too important to the Lord. And and my heart breaks and my heart grieves that someone like this man, that God used his message, his sharing of the gospel to, to, to reach me, to bring me into the kingdom, has now, you know, almost 20 years later, excuse me, seemingly gone off the rails. So let me play, on the last program, I was playing for you some clips between a, of, of, a, of a dialogue, of an interview between Russell Moore, 
from the Southern Baptist Convention and Andy Stanley. Again, I am not in any way uh, condoning Russell Moore, uh, advocating for Russell Moore. I have major theological issues with Russell Moore. I have major problems with Russell Moore and how he has supported um, the Evangelical Immigration Roundtable, how he supported uh, the Islamic movement. I, I think that he's, 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 he's compromised in many ways himself. But on this issue, this was back in 2016, this conversation they were having on bible inerrancy and 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 when you're dealing with unbelievers or believers uh talking about the word of god uh saying you know this is what the word says thus says the lord thus says the scriptures thus says the bible and andy stanley is saying no 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 i I tell people don't say that uh it's not the bible that says it it's paul that says it it's not the bible that says it it's matthew that says it it's not the bible that says it it's john that said it and he's putting and he's claiming that he's not putting authority in men, but that's exactly what he's doing. And so listen to this one clip. He was explaining how during an Easter message, he tells people that he's not telling them that uh, the Bible says Jesus Jesus was resurrected. He's telling them that these prophets, uh, or, or, or I should say the apostles say it. Listen to what he says here again, um, and, and then we'll we'll discuss it. Well, I'm just telling you, in our culture... That has a lot more traction than we believe Jesus rose from the dead because the Bible says so. And the truth is, we don't believe Jesus rose from the dead because the Bible says so. We believe Jesus rose from the dead because Matthew said so, and Mark said so, and Luke said so, and John said so, and Peter said so, and the Apostle Paul said so, and James said so. And fortunately for us, those manuscripts were so valuable. You only copy. Did you just catch that? (laughs) We don't believe Jesus rose from the dead because the Bible says so. We believe Jesus rose from the dead because... Matthew and Mark and Luke and John and Paul, they said so. I mean, talk about a bunch of cockamamie, just garbage. Where did those men get their authority? Where did the disciples get their authority? How were they inspired to write those words that then became the Bible? They were inspired by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit gave revelation of the Word of God. The Word of God is the Bible. The revel- In fact, the Holy Spirit gave revelation that Jesus is the Word. And so the Word has become flesh, or I'm sorry, the Word became flesh, but the Word became living and active, and the Word became written down. The living Word became written down. We don't believe this is a bunch of, uh, of, of paper. We believe that this is the living Word uh, manifest uh, God revealing himself to humanity through these 40 witnesses uh, the, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So what is this guy saying? What is this guy on? Where, where did this guy go off the tracks? That we don't tell people the Bible says Jesus was resurrected? Is, is, are, are you playing games, Andy? Andy? By what authority did those people say what they said? other than by the authority of Scripture. And again, th- 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 when I play for you the clip of, of him denying the Old Testament as a source of moral authority or the Ten Commandments, now it totally makes sense. Even though I showed you on the last program that Jesus himself said, thus says the Scriptures, as is written. I told you, when he was tempted by Satan, when he was was arguing with the Pharisees, he quoted Scripture. He quoted the Word of God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, okay, let's go back to the original video that I wanted to get to. Uh, this was, again, uh, uh, the video that I'm going to uh, link for you on, on, on from, from YouTube 
is uh, done by uh, Chris Rosebro of Fighting for the Faith. Um, he critiqued this sermon that Stanley gave very recently, just a few weeks ago. There's also an article uh, written by The Witness. Uh, 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 it's called TheWitnessBCC.com. Uh, it's titled Stanley, Andy Stanley and the Dismissal of the Old Testament. I will uh, link that for you as well. That's linked in the notes uh, where Stanley denies the authority. Again, I'm going to play these clips for you. But um, Chris Roseborough is, is basically going through the, the, the clips of this uh, sermon that Stanley gave just, just a few weeks ago in May. Uh, and um, part of a series that he was doing uh, titled Aftermath. This is, I think, part three of that series. And um, uh, let's play the, some of these clips. Uh, well, let me first take you back. So so Stanley is beginning the, the, the conversation by saying that Acts chapter 15, Acts chapter 15, which is the Jerusalem Council, where, um, as you know, there, there, there were those who were referred to as Judaizers who were coming into the church and saying, okay, if in order to be saved, you must observe the Old Testament law in regards to ceremonial. You must be circumcised. Or you must observe the Sabbath on a Saturday. Or you must observe dietary restrictions. Predominantly, we know the, the aspect of circumcision. And so the apostles meet in Jerusalem and they 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 come to a consensus that this is a stumbling block. And uh, let me read to you Acts 15, and then we're going to listen to what Mr. Stanley has to say. He says, after they had stopped speaking, James answered, saying, brethren, listen to me. Simon has related how God first concerned himself about taking from among the Gentiles a people for his name. With this, the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written. Wow, look. Uh, James quotes just the scriptures as well, just as it is written. So, Mr. Stanley, what do you say about that? Verse 16, after these things I will return, and I will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen, and I will rebuild its ruins, and I will restore it, so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who makes these things known from long ago. Verse 19, therefore, it is my judgment that we do not trouble those who are turning to God from among the Gentiles, but that we write to them that they abstain from things contaminated by idols, so that's one, and from fornication, and from what is strangled, and from blood. So they, they, they put four conditions. So they say, look, we're not going to put on the Gentiles the conditions that are given to the Jews under the ceremonial law, not the moral law, the ceremonial law. And as such, don't do these four things. Because remember, they're dealing with pagans, right? They're dealing with many people that were in paganism. So don't uh, um, worship uh, idols or foods that have been that have been have been uh, sacrificed to idols. Uh, abstain from from eating an animal that has been strangled, from drinking blood, which is again these are all part of pagan practices, and from Fornication, sexual immorality, because of, again, pagan practices, um, um, incest, um, adultery, orgies, <clears throat> all these pagan practices. Um, verse 22, then it seemed good to the apostles and the elders with, with the whole church <clears throat> to choose from among, among them 
the men that they sent to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. Judas called Barsabbas and Silas, leading men, leading men among the brethren, and they sent this letter by them. The apostles and the brethren who are elders, so the brethren in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia who are from the Gentiles, greetings. And it goes on to give the instructions, and in verse 29 is again the reaffirmation um, of these four things. So we don't want to put... Uh, obstacles in the ways of Gentiles coming to Christ, but these four things. Abstain from things sacrificed to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from fornication or sexual immorality. Mr. Mr. Stanley says here that, uh, and I played this, I think, on part, the first part of this, uh, Good Shepherd versus False Shepherd, if you go to part seven, this is part nine that we are in, by the way. If you go to part seven, you will see what I am referring to when Andy Stanley says, listen, the, the, the Jerusalem Council and the early church wasn't saying um, you have to observe the Ten Commandments or you have to observe the moral law of the Old Testament. They were saying this to keep peace in the church. But he goes on to, to then say that sexual immorality has nothing to do that, – that, that, that Paul never connected sexual immorality, because that's one of the four things that's given, to the Old Testament. So listen to what he says, and then uh, uh, Chris uh, Roseborough is, is going to share some things, and then um, I, I will also comment. But I want to listen to what he says, and then I'll comment. So listen to what – first of all, this is first of all Andy Stanley. Listen to what he says, and then we'll comment. The Apostle Paul was explicit and specific about teaching on sexual immorality, but he did not tie it to the Old Testament. So, cons Yeah, that's weird. I just showed how he tied it back to the Ten Commandments. Weird. This letter makes perfect sense because it's going to show up in the church in Antioch where the Apostle Paul's been for two years. So basically they're saying, in order for there to be unity in the church... Let's not offend. Let's not offend the Jewish sensibilities when it comes to the dietary law. They'll move past this over time. Perhaps now, Consider the implications of what he's saying here. He's literally advocating for the, uh, basically, getting rid of the Old Testament, including, and especially, the, um, the Ten Commandments and the morality laws of the Old Testament, which, by the way, are restated very clearly in the uh, in the New Testament. And with this little magic trick that he's performing, this opens the door for Andy Stanley to basically say he's gay-affirming. Ah, bingo, bingo, bingo. There you go. Chris Roseborough hits it on the head, nails it on the head. This is exactly... I was talking to uh, Brandon House about this uh, just today, that this is the direction which a church is going. Part of the social, mar the social gospel and the social justice, uh, the, you know, the, the social gospel, the social justice mantra, the, the cultural Marxism that's coming is they want to get to the point where they um, basically lift up those groups that are supposedly marginalized, that are supposedly mistreated by us mean, you know, big bad Christians, including the homosexual uh, uh, groups, the homosexual agenda, the um, transgender agenda the poor muslims uh you know uh, it's all the oppressed groups blacks right because the church is inherently racist and white supremacist right so this is the the, the mantra of, of of tim keller and david platt and 
John Piper and 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 Russell Moore and now Andy Stanley, who exactly Chris Roseboro is hitting this on the head that that for him to say that that. Acts 15 and the Apostle Paul did not tie sexual immorality back to the Old Testament morality is so dangerous because it basically is opening the door for sexual licentiousness. It's they're going to the direction of being gay affirming or homosexual affirming. I 100% agree. By the way, here's what Romans 13 8 says. The Apostle Paul says in Romans 13 8. Oh, nothing to anyone except to love one another for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law for this. For this, so how do you show your love to your neighbor in fulfilling the law? For this, quote, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, it is summed up in this saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. So how does he define love in the in this context? He goes back. This is the Apostle Paul that Andy Stanley just said. Okay, uh, uh, Andy Stanley. Remember, we just read the heard the clip. He just said the Apostle Paul does not tie sexual immorality back to the Ten Commandment. And what Chris Roseboro is saying is, and what I just read to you from Romans thirteen is, the Apostle Paul absolutely ties sexual morality and and true love back to the Ten Commandments. So either we're liars or Andy Stanley is a liar and a heretic. For this you shall, Paul says, verse 9, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not cover. I'm sorry, where do those come from? The Ten Commandments. And, and, and why is he saying that those are moral aspects of how to truly love your neighbor? Because that's what the Ten Commandments say. Because without that morality, you don't know how to love your neighbor. What if your neighbor wants to be a pedophile? Should you just say, oh, well, you know, I don't want to offend them. According to Andy Stanley's logic, I don't want to offend them. And so therefore, just let those things go. Okay, let's keep listening to what Chris says in his critique and what Andy Stanley is going to continue to say in his heresy. And uh, things like that. I'm just saying, I mean, it's clear what the next move is after this. And you need to take Paul's teaching on moral purity seriously because that has the potential to divide you as well. Because you have different religious customs when it comes to moral purity. No, uh, no Christian would have different religious customs when it came to moral purity. And again, I, I would point point you to the Apostle Paul. Let me find this. Um, let me- well, uh, let me quickly jump through what, what he's going to cover, because he's going to go to um, 1 Corinthians 6, okay? So let me cover what uh, uh, Chris Roseboro is trying to get to, which is 1 Corinthians 6. And here's what the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6. Again, remember, Andy Stanley saying that that uh, that no Christian, okay? Let, let, let me just go back here really quick and, and just play... Uh, uh, you know what he's going to say here, um, because it, it's really important. To Laws of, I'm just saying. I mean, it's clear what the next move is after this. And you need to take Paul's teaching on moral purity seriously, because that has the potential to divide you as well. Because you have different religious customs when it comes to moral purity. No, sir, Andy. 
Paul did not give different uh, uh, license to uh, say, well, you know, uh, those who have different religious uh, purity uh, don't, don't offend them, don't upset them. And that's exactly what Chris Roseborough is saying. This opens the door for being homosexual affirming because you're saying, well, the culture, they don't understand Christianity. They have different uh, moral uh, purity when it comes to sexual morality. Therefore, don't offend them. Don't correct them. Don't offend them. For the sake of unity, get along. Do you see where this is going, folks? For the sake of unity, get along. It's always about unity, isn't it? When they ask us to compromise the word of God, they always throw in the word unity. So here's what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6. The very Apostle Paul that Andy Stanley is saying is not saying this. I'm not sure what Bible he's reading. Oh, wait a second. He doesn't want to say the Bible says. Paul says, Matthew says, Luke says, oh, the Bible doesn't say I don't want to say that. Here's what Paul says. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators. Where does that come from? Ten commandments, right? Thou shalt not commit adultery. Nor or sexual immorality. Same thing, right? Nor idolaters. Ten commandments. Nor adulterers. Ten commandments. Nor effeminate. Nor homosexuals. Nor homosexuals. Where, where does that come from? Leviticus, the, 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 the prophets, the Old Testament, nor thieves, nor the covetous. Where does that come from? Ten commandments. Nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers were inherit the kingdom of God. Such were some of you, but you were washed. You were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of God. So you were, we were, I was, I was these things. I was a fornicator. I was a, a coveter. I was a, a, a reviler. I was a liar. But what happened when I became a follower of Christ? I was washed. I was sanctified. And you, I was justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of God. Because God establishes a moral foundation not found in the New Testament but established first in the Old Testament and carried forward by the apostles, by the Apostle Paul, by Jesus himself. Jesus himself quotes the Old Testament, the book of Genesis, when it comes to marriage between one man and one woman. He quotes the Old Testament when it comes to the Ten Commandments. He quotes the Old Testament as it is written when he was even being tempted. Okay, now let's keep listening to what, what, uh, what uh, Stanley is going to say here. Uh, about then the Ten Commandments. This is where it gets really, really, really interesting. Listen to this. Um, I think uh, Chris here has some comments, and then we'll listen to Andy Stanley. ...to find the very thing that Andy Stanley says doesn't exist in Paul's writings. Weird. Paul tied sexual behavior to Jesus' new command. The Old Covenant, the Old Covenant Law of Moses, was not the go-to source regarding sexual behavior in the church. When you when you watch the video, you'll see he's teaching and he and he's got on the screen the quote from uh, Acts 15: "Abstain from sexual immorality." Right? That's from Acts 15 again. Uh, uh, we just looked at this right uh, in verse uh, 29. Uh, well, first in verse um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it here? Let me get to it right here. Uh, in verse 20, and then in verse 29. So that's from Acts 15. Then he has on the screen here, this is Andy Stanley. He says, the old, the old covenant, the law of Moses, was not to go to source regarding sexual behavior for the church. 
Yet we just read to you what Paul says to the church regarding sexual behavior and where the source of the sexual uh, of, of, of sexual morality comes from, which is the Old Testament. How do you know you should not commit adultery? How do you know you should not covet? How do you know you should not be a drunkard or, or, or a reviler? Not just because Jesus did it or didn't do it, because there are things that Jesus never addressed. How do we know that incest is evil and sinful? Jesus never addressed incest. The New Testament never addresses incest. Why do we know that's wrong and evil? Because the Old Testament law of Moses said it was wrong. Wrong. How do we know you shouldn't marry your mother or your father or your sister or your brother? These things are wrong because of the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, the law of Moses. Listen to what Andy Stanley, he's going off the rail. Listen to what he continues to say. More importantly, (laughs) and perhaps more disturbingly, that's a word, or offensively, The Old Testament, or the Law and the Prophets as they called it, was not going to be the go-to source for any behavior in the church. Wow, 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 wow. Listen, I got to play this again because you got to listen to what, what he's saying. Listen to what he's saying. This is unbelievable. (laughs) And perhaps, (laughs) yeah, it's really funny, Mr. Stanley. It's really funny that you're denying the entire Old Testament and and the entire moral law. You are an antinomianist, Mr. Stanley. You have now completely gone off the rails. And you need to repent. And anybody that follows Andy Stanley needs to repent or 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 or, or call him to the carpet. This is unbelievable. And he's laughing at it. Listen to this again, folks. Perhaps more disturbingly, that's a word, or offensively, the Old Testament, or the Law and the Prophets as they called it, was not going to be the go-to source for any behavior in the church. Yeah, weird. I... The Old Testament, he has this on the screen. Again, if you watch the YouTube video, the Old Testament was not the go-to source regarding any behavior for the church. Really? So the, the moral law that is spelled out in the Old Testament, the moral law that Jesus himself quotes when Jesus is quoting the prophets, when, when we, again... Did we not just read in Ephesians, right? We read in Ephesians that the church is built upon what? The foundation. What did we say? Verse 19, you're no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the with the saints and are of God's household, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. On, on what? The foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus himself, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. So that the entire church is built upon the foundation of what? The apostles and the prophets where did the prophets come they're the old testament yet according to mr stanley the old testament was not a go-to source regarding any behavior for the church and i'm saying that verbatim from his uh slide on the screen i mean this is just unbelievable folks unbelievable i i i i'm 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 speechless Uh, we shouldn't be shocked at what we're seeing this man that that influences tens of thousands of people lord help us this is why we are doing these shows. This is why we have to. I ask you to share these shows. We have to expose those that are true shepherds, those that are true pastors, from those that are false shepherds. And I, I'm not saying that Andy Stanley was not called of God or was never supposed to be a pastor. I'm just saying these guys are going off the rails because it's now about the size of their churches. It's about it's about their their, their posturing, their position, uh, their relevance to the culture. It's all about the culture and it is not about faithfulness to the Word of God. Listen, stay tuned. We're going to come back, and we're going to pick up right where we left off on our next show. You don't want to miss it as we expose 
Hypocrisy alert, okay? This is hypocrisy, heresy alert. Alert, alert, church. Wake up and see what's going on. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Truth in Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. You can visit our website, order DVDs, subscribe to our podcast, or support the ministry at www.tilproject.com. Please join us next time for another installment of Truth in Love Radio.